I'm Rosemary McCabe. I'm Beatrice McCabe. And this is Not Without My Sister. Welcome back to another episode of your new favorite podcast. We hope. And no, I think it's, I think it's, we've got absolutely stellar feedback so far. Everybody's <laughs> loving us. We have of the at least five relatives who have reviewed us. It's all good. My favorite part was that after the last episode where we talked, if you haven't listened to it, you should just go back and listen to it now. It's really good. But after the last episode where we talked about mom's plans for her funeral and, and what we would sing. And I got a text from my cousin Roseanne going, well, you know who's always ready for a funeral? Abigail, <laughs> who's her other cousin who happens to be a singer. And she does sing at a lot of weddings and funerals, but it was just really funny to imagine her being like, I've got the perfect song. Got a lot of good feedback. I mean, in terms mm-hmm. of interesting, it definitely seems like we think our mother, no offense, mom, is very unique, but potentially this is the Irish mammy. I know. And I always thought that the Irish mammy was more like, have you read any of those Ashling books? I have not. Oh, well, they're very enjoyable. What What's the first one called? Oh, my God, what a complete Ashling. And it's kind of about this like archetype of the Irish country girl. And her mammy is like the Irish mammy who is kind of obsessed with funerals and, you know, you know, oh, you have to show up for this. And just like I always thought that our mom was a little bit different. But actually, you're right, judging by the feedback. She's everybody's mom. Mom, you're very unique. Very, very special. You're very unique. and We love you. I think you're honestly giving... Us too much credit if you think that our parents are going to listen to two episodes of this podcast. So don't worry. Um, Yeah, you're probably right. Because now that I'm involved, they're not going to listen to anything. So that's grand. No, they listen to it when it's sorry. about them again. When when it's about dad again now, they'll be listening. And they better listen because I've got a lot of secrets to tell I've about dad. I've got a lot to say. Can I just clarify that the only episode of my podcast, How To Be Sound, I have my own podcast, How To Be Sound. The only episode of How To Be Sound that they ever listened to was the one with you on it. They downloaded um, podcast apps specifically to hear... You. Makes sense. Yeah, and you think I'm the favourite. You are the favourite. Well. So today we were going to talk about holiday romances. (laughs) Can we just say off the top, before we get into it, this is going to be such a long episode, we've had so many successful holiday romances. But before we get into that, if you haven't already, would really appreciate it if you would rate, review and subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. And you can check out full transcriptions for each and every episode on notwithoutmysis.com where I lovingly, painstakingly, agonizingly transcribe each episode in case you have any friends who are hard of hearing but still want to know what we're wittering on about. Very painstakingly, I'd like to say. It took her a full day to transcribe the last one, so this one will definitely be shorter. Oh my God, plus, I was in a fowler. Plus, we realized that only I make any cultural references whatsoever. So hopefully I can live up to that again this time. Yeah, as I was writing the show notes, I realized that The only person who gave us any content for the show notes was you. Well, what we actually realized was I said, I think that I will try to have a better memory since as anybody around me can attest, I have zero recollection. I read a lot and I watch a lot of TV and I watch a lot of like stuff, but I have zero recollection of who these people are, what they did, what they said, what the titles of the books were, what the titles of the TV shows were, who starred in them. I'm just like, I saw this thing and it was about this and... So I'm going to, no, I'm actually going to make zero effort because I'm the one who ended up Googling all of it for Rosemary anyway. Oh my God, I thought you were going to say you were going to start taking notes for things that you wanted <laughs> no, to mention in the podcast. remotely. 
Oh God, I'm very disappointed. Not remotely. In you. So holiday romances. Yeah, I had lots of them. <laughs> I had none of them. <laughs> I wished I had a lot of them. Actually, what happened was the other day we were talking about like I was telling Rosemary a very sad, sad story about a trip I went on with my girlfriend and we went to Tunisia. Right. And um, well, I keep saying Turkey, we went to Tunisia. Do you say girlfriend? No, it's very American. Yeah, my girl me and my girlfriend. Me and my girlfriend. Yeah. Go on. Me and my friend. Well, I mean, I'm trying to make it sound more diverse. Me and my friend, Julie. It's always Julie. It's always Julie. Julie. Me and my one friend, Julie, went to Tunisia on a holiday. And I was convinced we, we like we spent weeks oh my God, planning this. this we literally spent weeks planning this and we went to the travel agent and we built all kinds of itineraries etc etc I'd say you two are lots of fun on holidays well and at the end he came back and like, he literally was head wrecking this guy and like he kept sending us off to go back and do more homework and at the end we come back and he's like I'm offering you this one week package like literally out of like page two of the brochure we're like okay we'll take it right Grant it was pretty low brow when I think about it now because it wasn't even a direct flight from Paris to wherever we went in Tunisia, it was just like Paris. And we had to stop in the south of France to pick up another group of travelers because the plane wasn't full and then go to Tunisia. We got on the plane that morning and I was putting on my makeup and Julie's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm putting on all my makeup. I was like, I can't wait to see these total babes who get on <laughs> in the south of France. Where I was like, they're going to be, this is, this is it. Like, this is going to be the holiday where I meet the love of my life, right? I was putting on all my makeup and I was doing everything. And Julie, to be fair to her, like was much more blasé and was sitting beside me like, you're nuts. Anyway, and we are waiting. And so we, we we stop in the airport in the south of France and we're waiting for all these people to get up and the plane doors open up and I sit up, you know, all straight, great posture, etc. And the first person to get on has a Zimmer frame. So may I say it did not go well from there, right? So literally these people get on the plane. First one like shuffles up. Elderly people may also be looking for love. Are also people. And that's not to say that that's not cool. And that 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 person wasn't amazing. It was not necessarily how I had envisaged my next boyfriend, right? (laughs) So he gets on the plane. These guys all get on the plane. It was definitely like a bit of the Blue Rinse Brigade. They all get on the plane. They all sit down. I was like, oh. And in the next week, we were in there for eight days and in the next week we actually there was a actually a tragedy at the at the resort like somebody dropped the dead at the breakfast bar at the buffet but like of old age nothing else natural causes dropped dead at the <laughs> breakfast buffet be devastated <laughs> oh my so god terrible. i would at least want to die after i ate my hotel breakfast exactly oh, well rosemary Anyway, oh. so like, so we, we went to all the discos and we went, you know, the to everywhere. Discos I know, showing your age I know. now. Rosemary, thanks. Clubs. We went to say clubs. We went, they weren't clubs. They were definitely discos. Oh, yeah. We went to all the local discos and we were chatting with the, you know, <laughs> we were, and they kept like coming around the beach. Like, would you like to participate in this afternoon's activities? No, thanks. Oh like, we're literally trying to suntan there's, here. Sorry, Have you there's seen nothing how worse. There's nothing worse than, than group activities and holidays. There's nothing worse than aqua aerobics. I used to get such a laugh when I went to Ibiza <laughs> and they were doing aqua aerobics in the pool. And I would literally be like, we have to be at the pool for two, two o'clock so we can do the aqua aerobics. I, mean, I, have to, I have to say, I've threatened to do aqua aerobics in my own pool. Yeah. I could teach you aqua aerobics. I'm qualified. Oh, great. I think as a personal trainer, you can teach anyone anything. Great, I'd love that. You're such a good teacher. You're so patient with me. So anyway, we're all on the, we're all on the beach. Learner, and they, they, about that. I, they all kept rocking around like, you know, would you like to come? And would you like to have, would you like to participate in this afternoon's dance-a-thon? Do you think you could lift 14? I don't even know what the expression is, weights. And I'm like, no, I couldn't. I couldn't do any of those things and I need a tan. So just leave me alone. And anyway, the lead guy of this, like, you know, organization was super, I thought, super attractive. <laughs> so I was always like, He's obviously he's coming. He's not doesn't even need me to participate. He's definitely oh coming God, over here to chat to me. You fell in love with like the hot guy who was hired for Club Twenty One in Tunisia. Well, no, in fairness, he was also about forty five. Like so, I mean, okay. I really was. 
I don't know. I, I, was just, I was infatuated, like 21, right? So I was like oh. infatuated with this guy. And he was like really just very, he was like Vin Diesel goes to Tunisia and runs a summer camp, right? I watched that movie. I know, right? I was watching that movie and I was, I was like, in that movie. Movie. I was like, this movie's great. I was, I was seeing myself as Gal Gadot. But you in fact, I think I was actually the tire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like one of the cars. <laughs> anyway, at one point he comes over to me towards the end of the week and he's like, He's like, oh, oh, hi, you know, how's it going? And he'd never spoken to me. He kept, t- oh no, he had spoken to me because he kept c- coming over to tell me that Julie, who with whom I was traveling, was extremely attractive, as mother would attest. Very attractive. Very attractive. She's so attractive. She's just death- beautiful attractive. smile. So attractive. She's just so attractive. Right? She is very, like we're sounding really sarcastic, Julie is very attractive. Oh no, attractive. she is very attractive. But I also, I would like to, my, but I mean, mom just like thinks like no matter what, I mean, she is extremely attractive, but mom's also like infatuated with Julie. Anyway, this guy, was it also infatuated with Julie, but she is very attractive. <laughs> anyway, and, he, and he's People like, love Julie. Yeah, and he kept going, oh, you know, very, your friend is very good looking. Where is she going tonight? What is she doing? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, But like, have you checked me out? <laughs> no, but I didn't say that. But anyway, he comes over. <laughs> Could and I like, interest you in this model yes. over here? So anyway, I'm like, I was like, you know, rolling around like a tiny roast chicken on the beach. And he's like. <laughs> a rotisserie um, chicken. And he goes, um, you know, you really remind me of. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh, who? And he goes. Uh, it's a singer and I was like immediately like scrolling through I'm like Britney Spears I'm like who's a redheaded singer I'm like "Ah." I I was like no and he goes it's that song I'm like what song and he goes "Mm, oh let me remember Mm." something got me started you I was like Mick Hucknall he's like yes simply red Mick Hucknall excellent singer excellent singer yeah, but the problem was like when I actually scrolled, well, I actually like Googled it. I looked, I did look exactly like him. It was really depressing. You're probably very sweaty at the no, time. No, no, I literally looked exactly like I literally could put a picture of myself even now against Mick Hucknall and be like, hmm, not, no, that, not no. that dissimilar. You've, yes, Rosemary. You've improved since then. No, you have. You've really grown you've into disimproved. yourself. No, oh. no, no, no. Sorry, not you. to be nice. Not you, not you. But anyway, yeah, that was like not. So that's basically. When you say holiday romances, Is that the it's like of your holiday. holiday excuse me. Yes, probably. It's more like <laughs> holiday romances aspirations, not necessarily the romances themselves. Why is why do you think? Because every, basically every time I went on holidays anywhere from, I mean, actually, as I said, I was like anytime I went on holidays from about the age of fourteen up, I was obsessed with who am I going to meet, who am I going to kiss, like what boyfriend am I going to come home with. But then I realized every time I left the fucking house from the age of fourteen up. <laughs> I was like, who am I going to meet? Who am I going to kiss? Who's going to be my boyfriend? 14, I actually think you had boyfriends from about the age of seven upwards. Like, mother and I <laughs> used to discuss how Rosemary always had a boyfriend. Always. You two were just jealous. Mom wasn't jealous. I was a serial monogamist before Always been I very dependent. Knew. I have always been very dependent. I know, yeah. right? I know. You don't need to wrinkle your nose like I know, you're saying something really bitchy. I know you're saying I'm something not, really bitchy. And now you're here, you're really dependent on me. And like earlier on oh. when Don said... Are you guys going to take a break? You know, before you do the podcast, you went from each other. I was like, oh my God, literally. because I was hoping that was the case. <laughs> no, you I was like, do I get to go and be on my own for No, you did not. For all day. No, you did not. <laughs> I remember one time, oh God, I was probably, I actually have a photograph of it that I would share, except my friend is in it. She would murder me. But when I was like 14 or 15, my friend and I went on holidays with, I think it was her mom and her aunt. And we went on the boat to France. I remember on the boat on the way to France, we met these two guys who were Eastern European, probably about like I look at the photo now and I'm like, they were at least 20. And we ended up basically snogging the faces off them 
and then we ended up like I don't even know so why. So gross. You're my sister. What? Sorry. What age were they? They were like what age twenty. Were you? Sorry, we were fourteen. Oh, like it was. There was too much of an age gap. We ended up snogging the faces off them, and then we went up on the deck. And your man basically tried to get me to give him a hand job. Sorry, Rose, mom, if you are listening to this. So inappropriate. But I was horrified, and I was so young. Well, like I was. I was kind of horrified because I was like, I don't know what that is. I'm not doing that. But I was also delighted because I was like, he wants me to touch it. (laughs) So exciting to me. So horrifying. And now I have, but I have this photograph and actually I'm not in the photograph, thank God. It's just my friend and these two like grown up men. And it's so weird to me to look back on now, even though at the time I was like, this is a great sign ever a holiday. Oh, so great. We're we're not even on French soil. We've managed to to nab ourselves men. Actual. I can't know, even. But actually, that same friend was my Julie on a me Julie on a, <laughs> on a lot of my holidays. In that she was absolutely your Julie. Actually. She was absolutely my Julie. In that everyone always fancied her. Actually, we'll have. To, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. I would like myself. you to know that, like maybe once or twice, people actually. No, no they probably didn't. know they all fancied Julie. People have definitely fancied me. No, in the they past, haven't. They haven't. Just, not on holidays no. when that particular no, no, friend no. was with what me. About, what about the guy who like fancied you and then like told you actually I don't fancy you? Fancy. Oh, oh stop. <laughs> We're, I wasn't supposed to be naming her name. She's going to murder me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Basically, this was, this was a guy. Listen, this is extremely complimentary. You know this is a guy. Or is it? Because I mean, is it complimentary to be fancied more than you? Oh, I thought you meant complimentary to me. And I was so oh, confused. No. It's definitely not complimentary to me. Oh, God, no. Basically, me and him, I, I met him in this this French campsite. There was a lot of action in the French campsites, I have to say. Was there? That's where I learned to smoke Marlboro Reds. I thought it was like an Olsen twin. Because that's what they smoked. <laughs> and I was like, I'm triplet. Can you imagine <laughs> if you rocked into their penthouse? A surprise! <laughs> <laughs> I'm your missing sister. Definitely, definitely. I did, I did a lot sit, of puzzled glances. I did sit behind Elizabeth Elton at a fashion show once. They'd know from the size of our heads. And like, you thought you to yourself, and you family. thought to yourself, we look so I alike. thought to myself, her head would fit in my palm. Like she literally had the tiniest cranium. Yeah, the palm of my hand. That's what I meant, my palm. She had a really tiny head. She was tiny, she was a tiny miniature They're person. They're all anyway, tiny. Didn't know, you sit beside Michelle Williams, wasn't she This tiny was the too? same thing. They were all oh. sitting in front of me. They were like the tiniest little, it was like you just made like, kind of slightly bigger than average Barbies. They were so small. They had teeny tiny heads. They were so petite, all of them. And it made me realize why Tom Cruise never looks tiny in, on films because all the women are absolutely tiny, even tinier than him. Anyway, my point was, I started going out with this guy who actually, fun fact, ended up being gay. And that's not the first time that's happened to me. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> or the last? Or May, hopefully maybe, the last. Hopefully, hopefully, the last. hopefully yeah. <laughs> A couple of years later, he uh, came out. Uh, I hope he's very happy now. But... We became boyfriend and girlfriend very quickly within about a day or two. And there was a lot of snogging. And then after about day five, he broke up with me. And then on day six, he told me he had broken up with me because he fancied <laughs> And not only had he broken up with me because he fancied <laughs> but he had already told <laughs> that he fancied her and was planning on breaking up with me for her. And she hadn't told me because she said she felt too awkward. <laughs> it was horrendous. I was so oh, devastated. You were trapped in the camp. In the camp, like we're camping in, the in a tent. two by two tent you together, the two of us. <laughs> I couldn't even be in a huff with her properly because no we're sleeping one, together. No wonder she felt awkward. Oh my god! I think that might actually have been the time that we went with mom and dad. We were in dad's like converted VW camper van, and the two of us were sleeping in the little bed on top of mom and dad. Like we were in the roof. <laughs> Horrendous. <laughs> and the worst thing is. <laughs> Sorry, what's the worst thing? This the all worst, seems pretty bad. No, the worst thing is that 
not to like, it sounds like I have an obsession with my parents, but like the were our parents. But the worst thing is when you're in an enclosed space with mom and dad and you have to wake up with them in the morning, they are in <gasps> such a good mood. They're insufferable. No matter they what. Are, like if you are oh. not speaking to your partner, you are enraged, you are hungover, you're whatever. What you're going to hear in the morning is this. <laughs> good morning, Philip. <laughs> good morning, Claire. Good morning. You Would you like hear, coffee? You also I'd hear love a coffee. Like you hear an awful lot of whispering and laughing oh, yeah. in, them in the mornings yeah. when they're like pretending not to be. Oh, we didn't know you were awake. No, when like, when they first stayed with us in New York with me and Don, when we were just like, we were only together like maybe six months or whatever. And we had a tiny, tiny apartment and we were in this loft space, you know, it wasn't even properly a bed, like there was a loft space and they were sleeping on the sofa in the, in the, in the living room. And the first morning that we were there, they were like delighted. And Don goes, he's like, oh my God, he goes, are they always like this? And I'm like, yeah, he goes, so romantic. And I think it was honestly like the first time that I ever thought like, oh, this is unusually nice, you know? But like, it's also incredibly annoying if you're like trying it's to, re- it's really, it's especially annoying if you're hungover and like, yeah, but also if you're like super peeved with somebody who's just oh, yeah, stolen yeah. your, the love, in of, a rage the love and, of your campsite. Yeah. And you also can't tell mom and dad because basically what we used to do, and actually this was maybe the, the next year then, because we brought a two man tent. And so when it wasn't raining, which actually was only about half the time, Claire and I would sleep in the tent and then we would sneak out after bedtime. To go and like meet the lads and I smoke my marble red. I can't believe this. You were so bold. Oh my God, I was so bold. I was so well but behaved. Then, like, Such a massive nerd. <laughs> the next I morning, no obviously, idea. mom and dad who had gone to bed at 10 would wake up at 7, like bright as lark. And we would have been out to like 1 or 2 and also like a bit hungover and gross because I would have smoked so many marble reds <laughs> trying to be cool. And also we used to drink those tiny little French beers in, in, in the glass bottles. And I'd drink about two of them, smoke about 10 cigarettes and feel locked. Oh my God. I can't believe they were all, the, the boys weren't all clamoring all over you. Oh my God. <laughs> but you had no a lot of, you had a lot of really good. I mean, I can't believe that you took, no offense, can't believe you took to France knowing that you'd already lived through all of this in Wexford or did you think that like oh the French God. guys were going to be different I did think the French guys were going to be different I had much better <laughs> French than she had so I was like you know I, I think for a lot of my youth I really misjudged what men were looking for what are they looking for Rosemary well I thought it was like I'm really good at French so I can talk to them <laughs> but I think in school and everything I was like well like I know I'm like I know I'm funny and, I, and, and, and I'm like into music you know, into music, it, but like into into like. Is this the same similar. person who made me play Christina Aguilera on the way back? Oh my god, from Ikea Christina today. Aguilera, your body is an underrated box. <laughs> you literally That's said the this Christina was the best Aguilera song I've ever heard. No, I said it's the best Christina Aguilera. And then song. you made me play Dwayne Johnson. Oh my god, You're Dwayne welcome. the Rock Johnson. You're welcome. <laughs> I made you play it twice, music. and I know all the words. I can't. You know no, all the words. What I mean but you is, know when all I was a teenager, to, you know all the words to everything. In fairness, you. I do. But when I was a teenager, I thought I was into music in like. I liked Green Day, but I think it was more because, I mean, it's like when I was online dating and I used to always put in my profile that I loved Star Wars. It's exactly what I was about to say. Like, I don't think you loved it. I think you thought that Mm. boys loved it. Therefore, you loved it in order to attract the boys. But I'm just telling you now, the boys didn't give a fuck about my Green Day and my French. They just, (laughs) she was really hot. (laughs) And I was just, I just never, it took me so long to twig this. I was like, what's going on? Well, I have to tell you, you know, even though I was like seven years older than you and still am, seven years older than you. I was always jealous of your holiday romance. I was super jealous of the fact that you got to go to stupid Gwale School Irish College that I oh. never got to go to. I don't know why I never got to go. 
I'm I like, know, you also, had a great time there. This has somehow morphed into your head into Rosemary went to Irish college and had a great time. I hated Irish college. I hated every, except for the boys. There were a good, there was a, I tell you now one thing and I don't mind saying this and I hope somebody knows you, I don't like them. I don't like this voice that you're putting on here <laughs> I don't I'm mind saying like, this I don't mind saying this and I hope somebody knows and I hope somebody tells them I scored a guy named Nesson Crean from Tralee what? and he was a fucking right Rosemary and, and I'd say he's still a right and he was great at playing the guitar and he used to play brown eyed girl and I used to think he's singing about me it wasn't because I was not the only girl in Irish culture. Sorry, that song's excuse not about me. me. I was about to say this is the girl who loves music and is so into music. Did you know that he did not write that song? Yes, I'm ninety five percent sure that I knew he did not write that song. Anyway, Irish college, aside from the boys, which were great, was desperate. And let me tell you, one bad thing that happened in Irish college was that I got caught speaking English, and they sent a letter home to mum and dad. I cried for about two days, imagining mum and dad like. I don't know what I suddenly thought they were going to get super strict because they were never really that strict but I, was like, oh, but I have to say I actually think like in, in defense of them they were outraged on your behalf and they were I, I mean I vaguely remember I have to tell you like apart from the fact that I can't remember TV shows plots titles I barely remember my youth and you know I'm actually when you mentioned this whole topic and you mentioned that we should talk about our holiday in Turkey, I was like, oh, I was only about 11 then, so I barely remember it. And then when you whipped out the picture like you were 18, I'm like, oh, that's... Yeah, you were absolutely not 11. Shocking, yes. But regardless of that, we go back to Irish college. Like mom and dad were extremely supportive. Way were. more, I think, progressive than I ever gave them credit for. But Same, like they yeah. were, they're weirdly like progressive and then not yeah. progressive. You know and what I mean? like they came down to this Irish college at Ballybunion and basically had this huge scrap with the principal because I had been caught speaking English in a room full of other people and I'd been the only idiot who'd owned up and gone, okay, fine, I'm speaking English because they were like, everybody's going to get in trouble. <laughs> and I went, okay, fine. Thinking. <laughs> that's always been you. I know. You've always been the organizer, the activist. The fucking the, volunteer for the yeah, punishment. Like, yeah. I was speaking English. No, but and, I, I don't think you were saying, I think you were more like, I was speaking English. No, no, yeah. no. No, 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 I wasn't because they were like, everybody's going to get a ban or not going to be able to go to the Cayley or something like potentially devastating for our day. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, you know, I'll admit it. And also because I was doing quite well in Irish colleges in because I'd come from an Irish language primary school. So I was really good at Irish. So I was kind of felt like I was in a strong enough position. You know what I mean? That I wouldn't get in too much trouble. Anyway, little did I know. Got a letter sent home, but not a single other person admitted that they'd been speaking English, including my friend from school who I was there. So I was raging with her as well. But anyway, I admitted that I've been speaking English. They got brought in and then they tore strips off your man because they were like, she was hardly talking to herself. But I I vaguely remember, like, I, I, I don't remember the whole thing now, but didn't they have to go back twice or something? What, so, what, what, so I don't know had, what the they kids had, are doing. They I have come, to say, I don't know what the kids are doing, what this noise know. is. It's it's almost like they're trying to bury something in the floorboards. <laughs> but like scratching with their fingers, like trying to dig with their fingers. Basically, mom and dad had come to visit one weekend and then they got this letter and it was basically like, you better come down again. Like... I need to yeah. speak with you. So they had yeah. to come down again all the way to Ballybunion from Dublin. Mm-hmm. There, w- there wasn't even a motorway, I don't think, back then. I think dad was particularly unimpressed because that he's also, he was, this yeah. is also the same man who, when the priest, when we moved to the countryside, do you remember? Well, you were dead. You were not, you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> you were born. Jesus. Make what happens before you're born? You weren't, you're dead. You weren't born. And I was only young. <laughs> so, so stupid. But anyway, I always like this story because, uh, Dad is not religious and mom is, is she religious? I mean, like. She likes a mass. Does she, she like, loves the or singing. does she like, or does she like just the fact that there's loads of people she there? Loves she loves to see people, everyone right? at a mass and she loves okay. the singing. Yeah. So I don't think she's, I mean, I think she would say, I'm, I'm 
do you believe in God? Oh, well, I believe there's something. I don't even know. It doesn't even matter. Anyway, so your man, the like local parish priest who was, a, I shouldn't speak ill of anybody. Anyway, he was a bit obnoxious. Anyway, he rocks over to welcome them and he walks through the freshly poured concrete um, path right outside the house, you know. And dad came out and goes, you fucking idiot. Like, get the fuck off our porch and never come back again. And mom, of course, was mortified. And dad was like, well, it's just as well. It's religious anyway. He's going to come and share his religion with us. So um, it's a good but, point. Yeah. But I, I think, think he like, never came back. Yeah. But I think he he doesn't really he doesn't really have any qualms about, you know, arguing the point. Like, although yeah, yeah, he's yeah, quite true. quiet, like, I mean, he doesn't, you know. Yeah, yeah. But when he gets into it, he really gets into it. Another topic. But, but sorry, the other traumatic thing that happened in the Gwelds was, do you remember those Kappa tracksuit bottoms that had the buttons all the way up the sides? No. Do you remember the tear-off tracksuit bottoms? No, I would bottoms? never have worn them. I don't no, know. No, no, I know about. you wouldn't have worn them, but you no, know they existed. No. You're so annoying. Barely. You were actually <laughs> fucking drive me mad. So there were two types, right? You could get ones that tore up to the hip and then they were stitched. <laughs> And you could get ones that tore all the way off that people like the whole idea was um, was that you'd How wear them. How do you even know this? Because of what happened is next. That, is that Beatrice, when, let me no, tell no, the story. No, no, but seriously, is this when the full Monty was happening when they ripped those trousers off? No. Like, but it's kind of I, like that. No, it's it literally sound 90. You do is that, that when the full the men, Monty. Is that is when that they pulled, happens in the is that when they pulled off their trousers? Listen, let me just tell the fucking story. So... We also discovered, as I was listening to the last episode, that I'm the only one who curses, which is Oh, I cursed a second ago there and I was very oh, self-conscious God. about it because I was like, it's really not in my nature to curse. Oh my God, you could see the fucking annoying face <laughs> on you. Anyway, so there were two types of tracks bottoms. There were ones that didn't tear all the way up and there were ones that did. And the whole idea was that you'd wear them like to basketball practice and then when it was your turn to go and be on the team like get off the bench or whatever you'd tear your tracks bottoms off and you'd have your shorts on when it was your turn underneath. to go and be naked you'd take off your trousers you'd have your shorts on sorry can you let me finish the oh, story oh sorry Rosemary you'd have your shorts on underneath this oh, is going to be very Rosemary, hard to really transcribe to the point <laughs> so anyway I was not wearing shorts underneath them I was wearing a tongue and I was wearing what <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was in the grill, so I was I looking mean, for boys. I cannot actually believe that you're getting annoyed with me saying, then you're you've nothing on excuse me. You have nothing on underneath. Excuse me. So anyway, I had nothing on underneath. Excuse me. A thong is not nothing. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you said a tongue. A, f- <laughs> a tongue. I was wearing a tongue under me trackies. And I was wearing a string vest with a push-up bra because that was all the style in the grill took right. Can't remember what shoes I was wearing, but I and hope they're runners I it doesn't even matter at this point like oh you God, know push a bra a tongue and a anyway, pair of rip off tracksuit so, bottoms yeah. <laughs> your shoes were irrelevant you could have been barefoot with like <laughs> hobbit feet you'd be fine keep going so I was sitting down on a bench chatting to my mates before the Kaylee we were waiting to go to the Kaylee and one girl I can't even remember who it was but a girl who I was kind of friendly with came over and ripped them off <laughs> story was going to go I don't know so going to be something like I actually never heard that before I can't believe I didn't tell you that because I was I thought it was going to be something like no. somebody accidentally stood no. on my buttons and ripped <laughs> because, because I was wearing a song I couldn't even go after it I just had to sit there and wait for it to go <laughs> so stupid <laughs> You would you wouldn't get away with that now. You don't, wouldn't get away with stripping don't, someone off. <laughs> oh my god, that song song is very triggering for me, but you know. I can't even believe that. Oh my so god. You're such an idiot. Why am I an idiot? She assaulted me. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. That's so bad. How mortifying. I think oh. I was 13. Can you imagine? 
Okay, okay, okay that's a bit worse. That's a bit tongue. worse. That's a bit worse. So I prefer bad. imagining it like last week. Is amazing. <laughs> oh my god, I would oh. die. <laughs> last week. Can you imagine? <laughs> it got all hot now. Oh God! Well, I have to say, I mean, literally, this was like this whole episode is just going to be about you because nothing like this has ever <laughs> happened to me. I basically got on holiday, been rejected multiple no, times. No. That's about it. No, no. What about the time? Wasn't that the same holiday in Tunisia when you and Julie thought you were very popular with the local lads? <laughs> I can't. Don't go on. I can't. It's so embarrassing. Well, you've now oh. laughed at laughed at well, my tone yes, story. Yes, I mean, so. in fairness, okay. Okay, no, in fairness, I have to say, like, Julie actually was extremely popular, <laughs> right? Like, they actually loved her. She's so gorgeous, beautiful smile, blonde, stunning. And, and, and you were popular with the Simply Red fans. Uh, yes, thank you. And super friendly. And the thing is, I think I've always found similar, well, I don't know, I don't want to say similar to you, but like, I've always been like, I think it's my rapier with thereafter. So I'm like, I'll cut them to shreds. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> every yeah. comment. I do And it's like, well. uh, no, actually, we actually just want to come out and be feel good not be made to feel like pieces of crap so I know I'm you're, always you're, like why do they like that girl who's like yeah. laughing at all their jokes yeah I'm like that's never really Super worked jokes. so so you can imagine this is that plus the fact that I don't speak you know flu well it was French actually but I mean I, d- oh, I was yeah. not remotely fluent in French I said a lot of things like ah ha, 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 <laughs> oui c'est très bien you know and or I and, obviously, say, and obviously looked unimpressed yeah exactly oh, ça va c'est pas horrible Anyway, so we're there and we're ha- we're getting on and, you know, we're there a couple of days. And I have to say, you know, apart from the man of my dreams who was paying no attention to me, there were many men flocking around to Julie. night of your dreams. Flocking around Julie. Yeah. And not really flocking around me. I have to be honest. But anyway, we were like, you know, we are definitely there. They're being very complimentary. There was a lot of like, oh, you look beautiful and this is gorgeous. That's gorgeous. And, you know, and would you like to have a drink and blah, blah. And it was like, oh. I was thinking, oh, we're very popular here. Like, this is nice, you know. So anyway, one of the days there was an organized tour. Do you want to go out and see a local village and a museum and this? And I was, I was all, Julie was like, absolutely not. We're going to lay by the pool and just get a tan. I was like, Julie, like, we're we're in Tunisia. We want to get some culture. And it turned out to not really be as cultural as more (laughs) of a, the locals, you know, you're, you're going around to like the locals mates market. Like here's mm-hmm, my, mm-hmm, here's my mm-hmm. mate who does painted plates. It was nice, you know? Yeah. yeah. And here's my mate who do, who makes Turkish delight. Well, you might remember that from Turkey. Yeah. Oh. Also. And here's my mate who makes whatever, like elderflower wine. And can and I just then, say, there's an incredible photograph of us in our online gallery that is on our website at the Turkish delight factory, snipping a long piece of Turkish delight. There is. <laughs> There's a photo in the gallery. We look delighted you did, with you ourselves. You made that sound really bad. It looks really bad. Well, you made it sound as bad That's as it the looks. Point, then yeah. I can't believe it is bad. But in actually in Turkey, you weren't on this all day, right? So this was actually this in, in Turkey, Turkey, right? Sorry, so this isn't about yeah. me. Go yeah, on. Yeah, it's not about you. Anyway, and so we go to the museum, the Museum of Marriage. They're like, we're going to go to the Museum of Marriage. You're going to learn all about Turkish customs. And I was like, it's amazing. Actually, we have a video of me somewhere. It's so bad. I can't. Even, Julie has a so a video of me. We'll get to that. Okay, so we go into the we go to the museum and. It was basically like it was a very small kind of um, barn and you walked like in a semicircle from one side, you know, to the back of the barn and then round to the f- back round to the front. But there was a part of the barn that had like a, a racing track and there was, and I could be remembering this wrong, I think it was a camel. I think you got on like a small like cart and the camel dragged you around the track. Julie's probably going to tell me it was, an an, it was like an animatronics camel. I can't remember now, but anyway, I remember. a real camel. When I was in Tunisia, there were a lot of camels. 
I, d- I don't know. Though I remember, I remember, I got on the cart and like I was dragged in a circle, you know, furiously, You're and I screamed. It sound like you were like hanging off a string. Oh no, I was. I screamed ground. a lot, and like Julie has a video of me screaming a lot. So it could have been an animatronics camel. I can't remember. But anyway, and in, and there were all these little windows as you walked along. It was kind of set up like tiny little um, houses all the way around the back wall of the museum. And there were little windows that you looked in so you could witness, you know, the rituals of getting married in Tunisia, according to this museum. And the first one was, you know, you go in and the the, the future bride meets the, meets the future groom. And there was, a, you know, two big, massive waxworks waxwork figures. And they were like really clunkily made and their fingers were super chubby. And it was like very unattractive and everybody looked male in the whole thing. Like all of, you know, there wasn't like great definition of features. So very kind of like, what if like some, what if Bo got to the FEMO and had to make all of the figures for this museum, you know, six. So, I mean, it would have been a massive achievement and yet it wouldn't be the most beautiful. (laughs) So anyway, the first one was like they meet. Then the second one was, and then their parents meet. And then the third one was, you know, blah, 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 et cetera. And then they get to a certain point they're like, and now they are betrothed. And therefore, the future bride gets into a room and she is denuded of all of her face, of not even facial hair, all of her bodily hair. She is depilated by every female member of her family. And they were, there was, so there was basically a poor nude wax figure <laughs> with like these massive strips of waxing paper and all of these female figures around her, like stripping. But I'm not even joking. It was like six inch bits of hair, like stuck to this, you know, wax strip. So now she has zero hair. And then the next one was she goes into a darkened room and she stays there for six weeks to become as pale as possible. She is now pallid and hairless. And then she goes into the next room and then there was a, you know, you look in this tiny little window and you see she is fed Turkish delights and all types of delicacies in an attempt to make her as plump as possible to be extremely appealing for the wedding, for the feast, I was about to say, but for the wedding, right? So all myself and you were walking around, we're looking at this and we're like, oh, like, oh, oh, they really like pale people. And we're like, looking at ourselves and we're like, oh, oh, they, they really like people with no hair. And then we're looking at our own, you know, selves and we're like, oh, and they like plump people. And I'm looking at myself and I'm like, oh my God. Like plump, white, hairless I'm the ideal people. Tunisian bride. Yes, exactly. So it was nothing to do with the fact that like I had anything going on. It was just to do with the fact it wasn't that it to was, do with your rape, your witch no, after all. No, it was not. Thank you, Rosemary, for pointing that out. It was an extremely demoralizing <laughs> moment to get back on the bus and like travel another three hours back to the hotel <laughs> with this knowledge. I'm really glad now that when I went to Tunisia, I went with one of my millions of ex-boyfriends. And all we did was go to the Star Wars where they filmed Star Wars. What? They filmed all the scenes from Tatooine in Tunisia, like in these kind of arid desert places. And like that, we went on this organized tour. We went out and they like showed you through all these little like mud huts. And And I have to say that sounds a lot better than ours. It was actually actually like nonsense. And we were absolutely roasting. And Julie was, Julie, I I had to drag poor Julie on this trip. I told her it was going to be amazingly cultural and it was not. (laughs) Anyway. Well, you may have been jealous of me going to the Weltucht, but I never went on any college trips. Like, I never did any J1s. I never went to America. I never oh, even went my on, like, little trips God. Oh, my God. You've actually just reminded me, like, literally not only of the terrible college trip, but also the J1 trip, which was an absolute disaster also. Is that when you went to that camp? Uh, yeah. Camp Chimney Corners. In, I thought it was in Camp Chippewa. No, oh, no. Is that the one from that's, the Adams Family I think Values? that's a movie. Camp Chimney oh, yeah. Corners. You know, you had to go and you had to interview to get there. 
like in hindsight, I'm like interview my my eye, right? Interview, schminterview. Yeah, and they paid you like a very nominal wage, but I probably spent all of it on you know, pay phones to cry to mom and dad to come and rescue me and, t- and take you wrote me. Some it was an really absolute, good letters. Oh my God, it was an absolute nightmare. So like, you used to write such long letters. Oh my God. Anyway, yeah, I said like, I want to go to, they were like, what would you, you know, the whole thing was so misleading. It was as if you had any choice, where would you like to go, right? I'd like to go to a mixed gender camp. I'd like to do art. I'd like this. Yeah, of course. I totally was like, this is going to be like my absolute, you know, the most romantic like dirty dancing. Oh, exactly. Thank you, Rowan. No, I don't think I've seen it at the time, but yes, exactly. Right. There was going to be that. So anyway, I rock over to America, get on the plane. I land in New York. Turns out I, my flight had been delayed and the bus, etc., had left without me. So I'm like in the airport. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And they're like, well, find your own way to the camp. I'm like, how am I supposed to do that? So then I meet this dude at the airport. He's like, oh, do you want to share a taxi with me? And in hindsight, I'm like, what the hell? Like no mother would be happy with this. I'm like, okay. So I get this taxi. I... This guy, he drops me in, luckily he was very nice, drops me in downtown Manhattan. I then get totally conned out of $50, right? Because oh. this guy's like, I'm homeless. I'll be back in 20 minutes. I'll give you back my $50. I'm like, oh my God, how could I say no? Give him my $50. You get totally conned. I then go to this hostel overnight where I have to spend like $150 that I, of course, didn't have. And the next morning, turn up and get, oh yeah. And I just remember they they, they spend a lot of time talking about like, don't go anywhere or you're going to get shot, you know? And it was obviously just ridiculous, right? But anyway, anyway, the next day, get a bus up to Massachusetts, get to this, get to this camp and it's all girls. I, this isn't actually an entire episode by itself, like disastersville, all girls, and they're like, well, what are your skills? And I said, well, I actually study art. I do singing. I just, they're like, okay, well, you can do. I mean, it wasn't like in that moment. They, they they take all the notes. They pretend to pay attention. And then they come back the next day. You're going to be our sailing instructor and our archery instructor. I'm like, oh my God. Sailing? You never told me this. Yeah, sailing. Basically, my sailing was sit back, girl, sit back, sit back, sit back. Stop moving the boat. Stop moving the get back, get back towards the shore. Go back towards the shore. Was that it was kayaking? Literally. What kind no, of boat? No, sailing. Sailing oh. like in boats. Sailing in an actual boat how with an actual sail. How did you get the sail up? I didn't. I had no <laughs> idea. I was like, I think that looks right. That looks, sit down, sit down. The boat is keyed. The boat is listing to one side. I don't even think I had the word list in my vocabulary. Anyway, I was totally dying, right? You for had this really to be. great hair then. Are you, you actually joking? Re- no. The one where I cut my fringe. a really short fringe that you yeah. looked really cool. It was I an absolute so disaster. Cool. There was not a single hair dryer in this oh. camp. I had super curly, frizzy hair. It was an absolute and disaster. And a really short, like emo fringe. It was an absolute it was cool, disaster. Though. It wasn't remotely cool. I have cool. a photo where it looks cool. It wasn't cool. Oh. Anyway. So the it's only pretty. opportunity we had to get together was after three months, we get together with the boys camp down the road, like the, bro- you know, the brother so camp. how long was this camp? It was six weeks, a two week break. Where you were like, oh, maybe life's not that bad. And then a six week, it was like, oh, it's actually oh. terrible. And so then at the very end, there was a celebratory, like for the people who'd been there for every summer in their lives, like, oh, yay, can't wait to do this again. And then for everybody else, it was like, oh my God, we're getting to escape. And it was the first time we got to be with the boys camp. And I was like, oh my God, finally, tonight I'm going to meet these guys. I'm going to hang out with them. It's going to be amazing, blah, blah. And like, I knew a couple of them because like we would have days off together and we'd yeah, hang yeah. out etc and so it wasn't like it was the first time we were meeting them but it was the first time we got to actually have a party we're like all delighted right so anyway we all for the first time ever decide we're going to go down to the off license and I was full of imagine like I can't even believe that Americans have to be 21 because I was like 19 or 20 I can't remember and we had like I can't remember what her name was I think it was Agatha or Inga or something and she was from Sweden 
And she went into the off license for us. She was like in her 30s. And she went into the off license for us. And she bought all the drink. And she came back and she bought these terrible... Just to be clear, this was not her fault, right? I drank myself, silly. But this was not her oh, fault. God. Like She was like... She's like, she she came out with like nectarine schnapps and all kind of weird drinks that you would never drink, you know, except you were desperate, right? I mean, well, sorry, rephrase. No. I would always drink anything. Oh, yeah. Okay. So like, not not to be, you know, not to be judgmental, like all kinds of weird drinks that would be the last drink I would drink, however I would drink them, right? But these they the would be first. the drink I would drink when all the other drinks were gone, yes. but I would still In drink In this them, case, they were the happy. first drinks because they were the only drinks. So I just remember, like, I have these, like, flashbacks of the night where the first <laughs> two hours was me in the camp with all the girls going, oh, lightweights, can't hold your drink. Thank God we get to drink from 18 <laughs> because we can all drink so well. You guys can't drink until you're 21, so you're going to be lightweights, blah, 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 right? Turns into kind of like a hazy, we're in the car, I'm not feeling so well. <laughs> we get to the camp. I remember running up to a girl that I absolutely hated and saying, Oh God, if we could just be friends, could we please be friends? When this is all over, can we stay in touch? I can't even, Rosemary, it's so embarrassing. What did she say? She probably was like, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't even remember. Was I she just, American? She was yes, like, she was yes. American. No, very nice No, 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 no. I, I guarantee you she was like, you're drunk, get away from me. And my whole thing was like, I was dying to get in the hot tub. There was a hot tub. I was dying to get in the hot tub with people that I fancied, right? Oh, why would you want to get in a hot tub? Did you have a swimsuit with you? Of course I didn't have a swimsuit. Oh but Rosemary, it didn't even matter because at the end of the drive where we, we we parked the car, I confessed my like undying, you know, adoration to this girl oh that God. I barely knew. And at the end of the drive was the, what would you call it? Like the headquarters, whatever, the, the main camp, right? That we were, that the party was in. I didn't get that far, Rosemary. <gasps> On my way there, I apparently fell over, passed out, and had to be driven back to my own cabin, where oh I recovered the next morning, God. only to wake up and realize, like, I woke up to the sound of, like, wagon wheels driving away, like, people all leaving. The camp was empty, and my friend, whose house I was going to stay in, was, like, there with, like, you know, a glass of water and Advil. She's like, are you ready to go? My parents are out here with their pickup truck, ready to bring us to Florida. And I was like... I missed the entire party. I missed the entire thing. <laughs> so pathetic. It's like oh literally. Oh my God. The biggest regret of my life. No. At that moment, the biggest regret of my summer. And the things that could have happened. You see, this is why I didn't have any all day romances because I was unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> I did it to myself. I don't think I've ever actually passed out. Okay. There was the time my projectile vomited across the kitchen. That was pretty bad. Oh, you did do that the time that we drove down the nice fuel carriageway. I had to say, because I was the designated driver, I had to say, put your head out the window and I had to actually put a Super Quinn <laughs> shopping bag hung around both of your ears in case you puked into it. Yeah, and now that we're all wearing masks, I'm like, I'm glad I got that practice in using my ears as like little hooks. And now that I actually, now that I know how incredibly weak and non-cartilaged your ears, ears are, are very floppy. They're, they're the weirdest things ever. No offense. I'm actually really <laughs> happy that that. Stay on. I'm happy that that plastic black that black bag stayed on your ears. But you know what? That was the same night that we went to the Sound House in Johnstown 
And I used to use your fake ID. And when I used your fake ID, I would then take it a step further and basically pretend to be you. Because I thought you were really cool. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in college in NCD. I'm studying art. And this I remember. So it's so cute. Why do you not still feel like that? Well, I do kind of, but I just have, I'm, I'm more, I'm more self-confident now, you know, but I bumped into you, like we had arrived and you were chatting to someone and I was chatting to someone and after about 20 minutes, I think I went over to you and I was like, by the way, I've told everyone that I'm studying fashion <laughs> in NCAD and you're like, what the fuck? And I was like, so you're just gonna have to pick a different story. And you were like, what do you mean? Like, that's literally my life. Pick a different story. And I was like, you're gonna just have to so be doing something ridiculous. else. Because I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, my name is Rosemary and I'm a blogger. So you're just going to have to pick a different story. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh my God. The plastic bag around the ears. And then basically I remember going home to the, to the kitchen and my two friends, Joanna and Nita were staying over and you gave me an Alka-Seltzer and we're like, drink this, like drink this. It'll make you feel better. And I literally necked it and then puked. That's what I've been told. On Anita across the table. <laughs> So terrible. Oh Sorry, God, Anita. So awful. I d- but it was actually a blessing in disguise because I felt much better the next day. Sorry, Anita. Anita. Yeah, it wasn't a blessing for her, but it was. Sorry, Anita. Why am I the one apologizing? You need to say sorry, Anita. Uh, yeah, but like you gave me the Alka Seltzer. Unbelievable. <laughs> I would never have puked with such power and velocity if you hadn't given me that fizzy, disgusting drink. I literally can't believe you still haven't apologized to poor Anita. I definitely have. No, I mean right now. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Anita. <laughs> So Rosemary, like, is this relationship that you have going on right now where we went to Ikea today to shop for you and your new house, is this a holiday romance or like, or I mean, in fairness, it's not like it can go anytime soon because only today it was announced that, you know, the EU is probably not going to accept US travelers. So even if you're thinking of going home, not much opportunity there. But like, is this a holiday romance or or what are you thinking? Um, I would say no. I mean, I think a holiday romance is by its very nature temporary although actually every holiday romance I've ever had I've then tried to turn into a relationship I was about to say like give me your you're you're, you're (laughs) suddenly turning it super I think by its very nature now I'm remembering the time that I like scored that guy in Gran Canaria of all places and then basically stalked him on Facebook tried to meet up with him the next time I was in London because <laughs> oh he was English but did you not also tell me about like some dude you met in a French campsite who oh, you had so nice. like no no not the really nice guy who you had like a very you know weird connection with and then you stalked him for the rest oh of the holidays oh my god yeah we like once again scored this really hot and I'm like sorry I'll, I'll like talk about my actual boyfriend Brandon in a second this is funnier <laughs> scored this really hot English guy and I basically really no I don't even know if I fancied him but he had this mate who was German and very tall and had dark hair and liked Limp Biscuit, and that's all I can remember about him <laughs> and we went one day to like the forest near the campsite one night <laughs> drinking our tiny little French beers out of glass <laughs> bottles and I was sitting next to the German guy whose name I can't remember and he basically put his hand like on my thigh and kind of up my skirt and like rubbed his thumb on the inside of my thigh and I think I was about 14 or 15 I was this is the most exciting thing that had ever happened to me I was like oh my god we are definitely gonna kiss I haven't kissed what, we haven't what, kissed what was doing right now oh was either chatting or kissing the really hot English guy William no that wasn't his name I can't remember, I can't remember what his name is he's very tall very good looking raging anyway so I was sitting next to like German Limp Biscuit, and he was like basically stroking my the, the like almost the gusset of my knickers Almost <laughs> close to the closet. <laughs> so gross. Oh my god, it was awful. And then basically, 
we went back to the campsites and I was like, oh, this is it. We're definitely going to score tomorrow. It's like, we like he had his hand. I'm like, almost on my crotch. We're definitely going to score tomorrow. <laughs> and I think we only had either one or two days left in the campsite. Literally those two days were spent looking for him. <laughs> like, I literally was like, you started something like that. Like that simply read song. Something's got me started. And I was like, where the fuck are you? You need to finish what you started and you need to be like my holiday romance. Could not find him. Could not find him. He was like, did you at least have me. a kiss? No. I didn't see him again. He didn't kiss me. It's the only part of me he touched was my gusset. <laughs> Nothing else. Oh Maybe it was an accident. He's probably like looking for a cigarette. <laughs> Oh my god! But no, sorry. Oh, but back to Brandon. Back to, back to Brandon, the love of my life. Do I? Think it's a holiday romance. No, we've been dating now for over a year. I would say more importantly, Rosemary, you just spent a ton of money at oh IKEA. Oh my god! I just spent so much for money his house. So Brandon, and she doesn't see you as a holiday romance. No. She just invested one seventh of her personal a fortune, a lot of money, and a yes. lot of time, Beatrice. Actually, honest to God, like we literally uh, working from home has me. I, I wouldn't say I've ever been the most fit, and Rosemary spends a lot of time on that Peloton she's pretty fit working from home has meant that I have not walked anywhere my legs have not walked I have gotten on the Peloton twice in my defense you know in the last three months so I mean <laughs> that's not to say that I'm not you know I'm not fit and I've done a lot of gardening which involves you have done a lot of gardening a lot of bending which, yes which involves standing pretty still lifting. but bending and lifting and cutting you know there's a lot of like arm flexing but I would say that today in waving Ikea waving the hose around a lot that's correct I would say that today in Ikea I was more exhausted after walking around for two and a half hours, I was also enraged by the people who stood close to me. I was also enraged by You were enraged I was also, by the low stock. In I was Ikea. enraged by the incredibly low stock. I was stressed just because I felt like my, my shopping experiences for the last three months have just been high speed. I was also mm-hmm. terrified and enraged by the person who kept creeping right next up to me and it was Rosemary. <laughs> I never recognized her behind the mask. So honestly, like this is up. how this is how somebody came up with Superman. They're like, this is it now. This found somebody who's like total got mask blindness. Because I would literally walk up and I'm wearing I was wearing a fucking leopard print jacket. It wasn't even like I was just wearing a black t-shirt and jeans. And you'd like give me this look, like who are like what are you doing I'm so not close to me? Like joking. it's me. I'm three back. at least three times that I am aware of. I was like, what? Why is this person standing so close to me? And what? what they're about to touch my cart and I was like oh it's Rosemary you know what though was the most shocking part of my whole day was when we got home two of us are wrecked we're like sitting down going oh my god I'm so tired my feet are really sore I haven't worn runners or like walked around in ages and I was like let's see how many steps we did thinking it was literally going to set at 25,000 7,500 not even the daily goal I'm sorry I think that's a lot well, like, it's a lot compared to my last week's average of 1,900 a day. Well, I think it's a lot because, I mean, have you walked that many steps with Brandon? You've been out with Brandon. You have not been out with me. You've been out with Brandon. Have you walked that many steps with Brandon? I haven't been out with Brandon in the last couple of weeks. Well, I mean, you've been more out with Brandon than you've been out with me. You've like No, walked, I haven't. You've even walked around the back garden with Brandon that you haven't no, walked around with me. It's true. Yeah. We did walk around downtown Fort Wayne one night, but I'd say it's pretty small as well. So there's probably only about a thousand steps. Yeah, it's... There was like even like a little we did a little circle. Sorry, do you love how we've talked about holiday romances and actually neither of us has ever had a successful holiday romance? (laughs) They're not not about who's had a successful holiday. Oh, oh, like what? What does successful mean? Basically, like the opening scene of Greece, but not where they meet again, just where they have like a wonderful summer fling and then it's over and they never meet again. And they just think about it like, oh, that was lovely. I have absolutely had none of those. Yeah, I had none. Has anybody, though, in real life to think? Have you? I mean, you've had a lot more to choose from. You probably have. I mean, I thought fondly about that Limp Bizkit guy for a while. 
And I was like, we almost had something. It was Eddie only when I got a bit Eddie, older. Eddie like, in Wexford? Do you have any in Wexford? No, I don't think so. Wexford, any in the Gwaeltocht? I used to, in the Gwaeltocht. No, no, don't don't go into stories. No, no, just I'm just yes trying to think. No. But like, yes and no. So like the Gwaeltocht was a weird point in time where you would be like, there was a guy I fancied and I'd go, oh, like I'd ask someone to ask him, would he meet me? And he'd basically be like, oh, I'm actually meeting Karen Kinsla, but I'll meet you next week when I'm finished meeting her. And meeting would be like snogging. So they'd snog every day. And then when he was finished snogging her on a Friday, he'd be like, I'll snog you on Saturday. So it wasn't very romantic. Oh my God, maybe I didn't miss out. Not no, you well. really not didn't to miss be out like, at all. Not to be a massive prude, I'm sure. I mean, I still feel, my teenage me still feels like I missed out, but that no. just sounds stupid. It was grim. No, you it absolutely didn't miss out. unbelievably stupid. The food stupid. was crap as well. Listen to my priorities. <laughs> <laughs> the food was crap. And you didn't even get a dedicated man for your whole time there. It was rubbish. What's wrong with you? Well, so I did a Rosemary, thing, so. I feel like you keep diverting from the from the Brandon situation. Like, you know, so he's not a holiday romance. And how Beatrice, do you know? What's the difference? Because you know, I just bought a four hundred and fifty dollar oh, dresser. Or do this you, is not a fling. Or yeah. Or do you know? Because it hasn't been a massive flop, right? Is that what you're just saying to me? You're like all the other ones have been absolutely crap and yeah, nonsense. That's true. They have, so far, they have been still real pretty good. Downs, and he hasn't left me for one of my friends I mean, yet. He, <laughs> He rocked over the other day with many, uh, my friends. He rocked yes. over the other day with some takeout, and he actually even, you know, sat down and ate it with you and seemed to have a good time. Seriously. Yeah, and we can't even touch each other. Not even what? we can't even touch well, each yes, other at the can't. moment. We he's can't. not even touching my gusset and he's still coming back for more. That is just TMI. I know. It was really making me hope mum and dad aren't listening to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have nothing else. I have nothing else to add from a holiday from a holiday romance That's perspective. Very clear. Yes, I would just like to say we would love to hear other people's holiday romance. Stories. Oh my god, absolutely. or holiday lack of romance, lack of romance on holidays, or abundance of romance. Or did you go to the Gwaeltocht and like have a great romance? I'd love to hear about that. I would love to hear about people who actually met the like person of their lives. On a on holiday romance. I would love to hear that. I would actually I mean, love to hear that too. That was literally always my dream. And, but it, like in my case, it was a bit like, you know, those tie dye dresses I always bought. I, I would always go on holidays and be like, I'm going to buy this tie dye oh dress. And when I go back home, I've got to wear it. And I would get home and I'd be like, this tie dye dress is like actually really hideous. And I don't know why I tried mine to buy is, it. Mine is white jeans. Oh, I Every still, time I go anywhere hot, I buy a pair of white jeans. Excuse me, I still have some white jeans. Yeah, upstairs. they look nice on you. No, white they are don't. They're actually terrible. And I can't go about five minutes before I drop something on them. So well, like that's... Or that's, sit on something. That's, that's the Claire well. McCabe in me. But like, what can I do? So <laughs> yes, we would love to hear that. We would love to hear your holiday romance stories. We're on Instagram at Not Without My Sister. We have a website. You can leave comments. Notwithoutmysis.com because Not Without My Sister was taken. Very annoying. When we get rich and famous, we can buy that back. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Rosemary McCabe with an A and my Mac. Oh, you can follow me on Instagram as well at Beatrice McCabe with an M and my Mac, an A and my Mac. I can't even remember. M A C C A B E. <laughs> we have the same surname. We are sisters. Thank you so much. Please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. We would really, really appreciate it. Not Without My Sister is presented by me, Rosemary McCabe, and my sister, Beatrice McCabe. It's edited by Liam Garrity. Sound is by Don Kirkland. Original music by Don Kirkland. And our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Available for... Available for? I can't remember what the word is. Available for? For hire? Available for... Oh, commissions. Thank you. Sorry. Original illustration by Lindsay Nielsen, who is available for commissions and is on Instagram at 
Dogwood style. We will link her in the show notes. All the show notes and the transcription again will be on the website notwithoutmysis.com. Thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time. Thank you. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts. As is my podcast, Meet Your Maker. You'll find more great shows at thewarren.ie.